So Mark, tell me, are you as excited about this conversation today as I think you are? Absolutely, Paul. I have been looking forward to this conversation with Bronwyn Mondu and Bev Hyatt from Cinnamon Toast New Media. Uh, they are, of course, our partners during uh, the rebranding process that we've been going through since the early stages of 2022. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're picking up steam now. We're getting ready to bring a public report to council on March 21st for the rebrand, which is what this uh, conversation with Bronwyn and Bev is all about. Um, you know, and, and hopefully through this kind of uh, education campaign that we're in the midst of running, hearing some thoughts and ideas and some background and experience and history and stories from the people who live and breathe uh, place branding and these types of ideas and concepts every day will hopefully, or hopefully, hopefully, hopefully be helpful <laughs> uh, for, for anybody listening and, and who may have questions about why rebrand? What is a rebrand? What is a brand? Um, so, yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to today's conversation. So I think we need to dive into this conversation because the women with the answers are waiting and let's find out what's up with this rebrand. Hey, good morning to, uh, well, Paul, of course, but also uh, our guest today, Bronwyn Mondu, who is the Chief Creative Officer of Cinematos New Media and Bev Hyatt, who is the Creative Director and Partner of Cinematos New Media. And you might wonder, what the heck is Cinematos? Why are these two ladies here to join us today? And it is because they are uh, very, very heavily involved and in helping lead the City of Wellens rebrand initiative. So, uh, Bronwyn, Bev, thank you very much for taking the time out of your busy schedules to join us today. Thanks for having us and good morning. So as mentioned, City of Welland going through a rebrand process. This has, um, it, it's been underway for a little bit now and it's just kind of, you know, reaching that point where uh, it is starting to creep back up above the surface as we prepare to bring a report to council. Uh, but just before we dive into some of the process, uh, some people might be wondering, who is Cinnamon Toast? What, a, what an interesting name. How, how did the city well and find these folks to uh to give us a hand with this so can you tell us a little bit about who you are where you came from what you do and all that good stuff yeah bev i'm gonna start you off because it's hard to talk about you know i wish it was a more exciting story sometimes or you know everybody asks where did cinnamon toast the name come from and i, I should make it up or something and make it really fun but bev i'm gonna let you take this one Okay, I'll take, um, yes, how we came to the title or how Bronwyn, I guess, came to the title of Cinnamon Toast. So it's kind of a story of nostalgia, I guess, um, from how I've heard the story as, as Bronwyn was a young girl, she was very obsessed with Cinnamon Toast and asked to have it for breakfast every single day. Um, and it was kind of a joke that she was also um, had that entrepreneurial spirit from a young age. So her dad would tease her that she was so obsessed with Cinnamon Toast that one day she was going to have a company, Cinnamon Toast. Um, not knowing what that company was going to be, what industry it was going to be. But then when it came time and she got into marketing and design, um, you could go with kind of a fun and more creative title. Um, so yeah, going with Cinnamon Toast. And I mean, I've been with the company for 12 years. Everyone's always asking about it. I think early on, it was considered on whether that was something that was going to stick. But because people are constantly asking, they're 
remembering it. And I think it does kind of speak to some of our values and stuff as well. And we'd like to build out that story, but that's where it came from. Bronwyn, did she get it right? Yeah, she tells it so much better than, <laughs> than I do. I feel like I just, I don't tell it well, but, and, and to Bev's point, it really does in a weird way. Like we're CT internally, um, but it is memorable. It is nostalgic. And it is really about, I don't know, that feeling of just feeling good, I think. And that's really what we seek out to do every day when we, in, in both our eternal culture, but also what we do with our clients and, and our partners. It, it just, let's make what we do fun uh, because it is fun. I agree. I, I can I can attest to that. I think um, you know throughout this process. Well, I've had a lot of fun. Uh, I, I hope that you and your team have as well working on this project. But when the project started and when we put that RFP out to tender, um, was there anything in particular that drew you to it? That when you looked at it, you thought, "Yeah, you know what? This is something we we would really like to be a part of." Was there anything that you recall standing out? Yeah, for sure. I think. Well, first and foremost, community rebrands just intrigue us in general. Just they are both challenging and fulfilling at the same time. Like they they are both 50-50 there. So I think generally speaking, when we see a community rebrand, we get really excited. And I think what really excites us about this one is, A, I mean, it's kind of like the heart of the Niagara region. It's a unique location. It's got a unique kind of culture in terms of grit and community. So there's a lot of neat things to tie in. But I think for us, when we're looking at an RFP, um, it's kind of looking at what that community can be and what people maybe don't know about it. So for us, it's like diving into the the secrets of Welland. Um, And everybody kind of says, well, all the communities are the same in this area, or they're very, you know, similar. And yes, there are similarities, but our job is to kind of find the differentiating factors and those unique values and what makes you guys special. And I think that makes us tick as well. How do we find, you know, what makes you guys different? How do we make it exciting? How do we invoke a sense of energy? Um, how do we make sure it's a brand that isn't expected? How do we make well and look different? All of these kind of things. So I think those all go through our mind when we see community RFPs and then specifically to Welland. I mean, it's like next door for me too. That's right. Well, and, and I mean, we're not your first community rebrand. This is something that you have done and have experience in, right? Absolutely. It's funny. We don't niche market. It's something that we get asked a lot. People say, Hey, have you, you know, why don't you just do X or, and Bev and I always have, you know, talked about that. We get bored. We want to keep it exciting and fun and it's nice to cross pollinate ideas. So we are lucky though, to have a lot of municipalities under our belt. Um, everything from small Northern communities to large GTA communities, um, which is really interesting because as I said, they all kind of have their unique differentiating piece and like the who we are and and what makes them you know like we did Vaughn Vaughn is polished whereas Hamilton is gritty as an example those are two very different words so how do you kind of capture those pieces and um, yeah so it's, it's we're very lucky we didn't mean to niche market but somehow here we are so Bronwyn without so you did not mean to niche market but rebranding so whether it is communities whether it is companies why go through that exercise? Why would someone make that decision and then contact you? What comes of it? What's What are the benefits, the pros, the cons? Yeah, over to you, Bev, because it's our very favorite thing to do. And it's like the heart of CT. So over to you, because Bev really manages all of the rebranding. 
Yeah, I would say a good time to rebrand is when an organization sees that opportunity to evolve or is seeking growth. So you'd ask yourself questions like, uh, does your brand reflect your vision? Are you failing to differentiate yourself from nearby communities or the competition? Um, Are you trying to connect with a new audience? So as Bronwyn said, even when the RFP came out, we saw that there were opportunities there. Bad reasons would be um, just looking to shake things up for the sake of change, but only thinking about it as a new logo without putting that full strategy behind it, um, because just changing a logo isn't going to make a big impact. Or sometimes you see that internal stakeholders just want to make their mark, but not think about that added value. So with Welland, um, the city is preparing for a lot of new levels of population growth and to advance its strategic priorities. So to do this, it is a great time to position itself as a standout city, um, unlike any other in the region. Bev, is this maybe the ideal time then to differentiate between what is a brand and what is a logo and how are they different and why are each of them important separately? Yeah, go ahead, Bron. Yeah, absolutely. Because this is something that we get asked a lot because we get kind of challenged on why is a logo so much money? Um, And it's funny because they're not thinking about a brand. They're not thinking of some of all of its parts. It's not just a product or a service. It's everything that we do. It's the way we pick up our phone. It's the way we, you know, evolve our internal culture. It's the way we treat our suppliers or our contacts. It's, it's so many, so many things. It's our reputation. So I think when we're branding, you know, yeah, we love a good logo. Who doesn't love a good logo? Um, But it's, it's more than that. It's the brand promise. It's how you speak with your your customers, your in this case, your community. Um, so we like to think of it kind of a not just a logo. That is just the tip of the iceberg. There is so much more um, to do and, and so much more work to do, I think. I think that's the big piece. Like we didn't just slap these colors together and say, woohoo, here, we're done. Um, you know, there was a lot of stakeholder engagement. There was a lot of understanding the community and the values and what sets you apart and how to capture that certainly in a mark and a color palette and, and a font, but also how to capture that in a mood and a message and and, and, and how to kind of create some sort of longevity um, with place branding that's so important. You know, the idea is that we don't do this again. You know, we're, we're kind of selling a product, certainly, but it's less tangible and we're creating a feeling of place um, more than anything. So it's just understanding the difference between a logo and a brand is super important. And I think that's probably one of the biggest misconceptions um, throughout any rebranding process. Uh, I know certainly during... Uh, the city of Wellens rebranding process. Again, you see a lot of the commentary around, well, you know, the logo this, the logo that. But like you said, there is a, a great degree of work that goes into putting that together. And when we do get to the reveal of, you know, what we've been working on, all of that will be be shared, right? It's This is how that logo was put together. This is why these colors were chosen. This is why the values uh, that we chose to include have been included. And, you know, their definitions are specific to the city of Welland, to our future, to our growth and all those things. So I'm really excited to kind of share that story as we lead up to it. And and this conversation today is part of that story sharing, right? Because who better to speak to about the value of a brand, uh, the components of a brand than the people who live and breathe it um, 
every single day. So I appreciate that that answer very much. Now, Barwin, you had mentioned about you know community engagement, stakeholder engagement. There was a lot of that that was done. Sure was. And you know what? It, it was a while ago now, but these things take time. Can you walk us through some of, you know, not to quite go back to day one when you started flipping through the pages of an RFP, but, you know, what type of work has been going on with, uh, you know, both uh, the city of Welland, but but especially through uh, CT over the last 12 to 14 months? Yeah, stakeholder engagement is so important. We do so much of it, such an important part of research. So Bev's going to walk us through it because she did a lot of it. Yeah, I can speak to that. So we'll talk about a little bit about all the components that we've kind of been doing, and then I can expand a little bit on that um, community engagement piece. So yes, wow, 14 months. <laughs> so it has been a long process and a big labor of love throughout that time. So yeah, I guess starting back in April, we did our kickoff and creative brief. So the RFP, of course, has a lot of good pieces in there, but just really aligning our team um, and making sure we're kind of digging into that a little bit deeper on what our goals really are and what we're trying to achieve through this rebrand. Um, then we got into our stakeholder consultation, which was a combination of efforts um, with a digital survey. We did one-on-one -on -one interviews, and then we did roundtables with smaller groups. Um, so that was a couple of months. And then from that, we put together our report of findings, which kind of summarizes a lot of the common themes that we heard throughout that time. And then, um, so this is getting into kind of this summer, fall, that's when we really dive into the creative pieces, um, working on the brand framework and the brand concept development. So the framework is really that brand story, a lot of tone and voice, communication strategy, um, brand promise, all of those good pieces, and then the concept development. So how that's going to look as far as an identity and visual perspective and graphic language. Um, and then we presented some of our ideas to the steering committee, and then there was some back and forth and collaboration on exploring more ideas and just really perfecting those concepts. Um, and then we got into a brand presentation to the corporate leadership team. Um, so now that's a bit back in the fall. So getting gathering their feedback as well, um, and then taking all of those points into consideration and putting together a really Really good presentation package where we explored what that was going to look like and presented that to council um, a few times now back in December and then in February. And then we've been working on a couple of really good things on the side too with video production and other assets as well. But yeah, that is what we have been up to over the last 14 months. I mean, that is a ton of work condensed into about a minute and a half response. <laughs> yes. um, and, and and very few people will, will truly understand that value unless they've, they've lived it. Um, you know, I myself have lived it and I can't express my appreciation enough for all of that work. But what's really interesting is throughout that whole explanation, the word logo never came up. And <laughs> yeah. again, right, this idea of the brand and the story and and trying to extract, you know, what is it to be in the city of Welland? What is it to live in the city of Welland? How do we want to project ourselves as a corporation, as a community, both for our current residents, but for future residents as well? I mean, there's been a ton of that work and the community engagement really helped to drive that, right? We we did the 
uh, one-on-one interviews, the focus groups, the digital survey, those opportunities were, were out there and, and we're appreciative of all the people who, who took uh, you guys up on, on participating in those. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been a long 14 months, but you know, we are close to the finish line. We're, we're almost there. Um, what is your excitement level as you kind of help us reach that finish line? Yeah, I mean, I'm very excited um, to have this go out into the world. And then also, yeah, I guess you get to start seeing the benefits of it as well. So seeing the community excitement and how people can really come together and um, back this and have this be another element of pride and togetherness. Um, And then start seeing how that makes its wave also out to outside communities and how the reputation of Welland starts changing and growing and people start understanding who Welland is, where you are, and then also the residents get to feel that pride as well as having um, their mark on the map um, and having a lot of that good storytelling about how Welland is a great place to live. Have I liked that you mentioned this is the start of Welland changing or this is part of Welland changing. We can be honest, change is scary. Once an exercise like this is implemented, once this is in place, how long does it take for this change to become normal, for this new brand to feel like that comfortable sweatshirt you put on and it's just normal, it's familiar, it's who we are now? Yeah. I I love that because a brand is not built overnight, simply put. I mean, it takes a lot of time and I have a really good story, which I'll I'll tell in a moment. But I think when we are doing our council presentations and, um, you know, to the public, the immediate reaction at times is discomfort. Um, Like change is often scary, as we know. I think anything unfamiliar and uncertainties as humans, we kind of tend to pull back from that. And we have that natural bias towards the status quo And it can be scary for our industry because our job is to challenge the status quo. So it's really kind of making sure that do people do feel a little sense of discomfort. I don't truly feel like we've done our job if people don't feel that. Um, And of course, the fear of change is natural and understandable. It's, It's a normal reaction, but it can hold us back from growth and development and opportunity. And, and we were hired to, to, to not hold you back. We were hired to challenge that status quo and, and to, to kind of put forth something new and fresh. And my story is, is that um, I recently went back to a community that we had rebranded. It was about four years ago that we rebranded them, I think. And um, it was a really challenging experience. Um, I may or may not even say that I was close to tears in, in a council council meeting Um uh, I'd like to think it wouldn't happen now, but you know, every, every, every experience is grows, builds character. Right. Um, and it was very, very challenging. Um, they really questioned everything that we did and not just from the, the design, but almost just every kind of piece of the puzzle and in, in, in our, in our process. And I went back four years ago because I really loved the team that I worked with. They were fabulous. And uh, we went back and they were selling swag like hotcakes. You know, it was like on you know, everybody's hats and totes and sweatshirts. And I had to giggle and we giggled like the team and I giggled because we thought, oh, you know, people fought this so hard. And now, you know, it's everywhere. So change is scary, but it also, I don't know, invokes like, you know, really good feelings too. Um, it challenges us and, and makes us think differently. So 
I'm both excited and nervous for the reveal because that's always the way it is. And, and we've grown thick skins because we've realized that design and, and these kind of things are subjective, but our job is to make you a little uncomfortable um, and then guarantee you'll wear the swag, you know, in like, and maybe four years is too long. You know, let's hope it's like six months. Everybody's dressed up. That's awesome. Well, I think we could probably ask both of you another 50 or so questions, but in the interest of, of your time being very valuable and, and just that, you know, of course our listeners time too. Um, is there anything in particular we haven't covered that you think people should know about, whether it's the rebranding process, whether it's something about a logo, a brand story, brand values, um, just this work in general, um, any final thoughts? We'll, we'll leave it open to uh, to Bevan Bronwyn. Final thoughts. I feel I'll turn it to you too. But I think being open-minded to change, you know, on, on that discussion of what we just said, um, you know, not being afraid to seek out the unfamiliar, I think is, is always something that I get excited about. That's curiosity is a wonderful thing. Um, so I think, yeah, being open-minded to this new exciting change and what it might bring for economic development and investment and, and just uh, pride within the community. I ask that it brings pride and excitement. I think we should, we're all brand ambassadors. The community is brand ambassadors. Um, so I think wearing it with pride is, is so important. That would be my big takeaway. Um, maybe that's too positive, but I'm leaving it with that positive energy. Um, <laughs> over to you. Yeah, I think. Um especially thinking about this brand identity specifically, I would say really think big picture because when we approached this, the design solution to this, it is kind of speaking more to what is that one distinct thing that really sets well and apart and starting with that theme. And But we've really built a brand that ties in a lot of the themes that we heard from the community engagement. And we also built a brand that is very flexible and adaptable. So it can speak to a lot of different use cases and really evolve depending on where it's being seen, what aspect of the city is being promoted. So I think it's really starting with a core idea, but understanding that Yes, we want to identify what makes well and distinct, but also a great place is more than just one thing. And it's a combination of a lot of great things. So I think we worked really hard to tie in a lot of those themes. But yeah, and just make it really bold and exciting and have such a good energy to it. And I'm really excited about just the flexibility um, and scale that this brand is going to be able to speak to um, for quite a few years. Well, if that doesn't start to get you excited about the big reveal coming up, um, I don't know what does. Bev Bronwyn, thank you both so much for taking the time this morning to chat with us about what you guys do day in and day out, but also specifically what you've been doing and working on for the city of Welland. So thank you both very, very much. Oh, you're very welcome, Mark. You're such a lovely guy to work with. We appreciate all the support, all your creativity, pushing us, supporting us. Um, it's not always the case and it's just so lovely when it's a partnership and we feel so excited for the big reveal. So, Paul, we started this episode with you asking me a question. I'm going to flip the script and ask you a question now to close things out. After our conversation with Bronwyn and Bev, do you have any questions left 
about what a brand is, what a rebrand is, or do you think they did it? Do you think they covered it? So you know that I'm someone who is full of questions always, regardless of the subject matter. But True. in this case, no, I don't have questions because they got so into the weeds of what is a brand? What is a logo? What is a rebrand? Why do we go through or why did the city of Welland go through an exercise like this that, yeah, I, I will have questions about the rebrand, but it's more going to be as the process unfolds, as I get to see and read what the communications look like, what this proposed rebrand may look like. That's when my questions will kick in. But as far as the what's on a logo, a rebrand, a brand, all of it. No, not at all. Uh, Bronwyn and Bev were rock stars with their storytelling on this fantastic, fascinating, exciting endeavor that has taken a year of their time, a year of your time. So instead of focusing on those questions, I'm focusing on the, we've got a lot to look forward to as the city rebrands itself. And we'll deal with questions when they crop up in the future. Well, and and the really cool thing about what's being proposed uh, to council for the adoption uh, of this brand is that every single detail has been fashioned a certain way. It has been calculated. It has been researched. It has been, you know, kind of tested amongst other municipalities in terms of making sure that we do stand out and making sure that we aren't, you know, uh, you know, similar in any way, shape or form to a neighboring municipality or even within, you know, kind of the, the close vicinity. So there's a lot of questions, you know, what's the logo going to look like, right? That's a big one. And, and I understand that. I understand, you know, that's the big visual focal piece that people are going to uh, really be curious about. But again, like Bronwyn and Bev said, a logo is not a brand. A logo is a visual driver, of the brand, but it's how do you feel? What emotions are stirred when you see that logo, when you think of that place? And, you know, in the case of the city of Welland, we're doing a place brand, not a a product brand. Um, So yeah, for for anybody who wants to continue to follow along, and we hope that there's many of you, uh, our Engage Welland page, uh, which is engagewelland.ca slash rebrand, will take you through step-by-step between now and the 21st of everything you can expect to see in the public report. And we hope you follow along and ask questions along the way because we're more than happy to answer them. Well, thank you for letting us know about where we can follow the rebrand. For people who may not know, you can follow the podcast at a very similar URL, engagewelland.ca slash podcast. Check out past episodes, go there for our future episodes. And while you're there looking at the podcast, please take a moment to check out the rebrand information. Until next week, that's it for today. 